This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's Wednesday, October 4th. Today's forecast in Dallas calls for partly cloudy skies with a high of 90 and a low of 69. Expect heavy rain and thunderstorms throughout the day and evening with a possibility of flash flooding in some areas. The rain will continue into Thursday morning as a cold front moves across North Texas. The severe weather threat, while low, is not completely zero. But for the most part, this will be a beneficial rain, with totals expected to reach two inches or more across much of the area by the time it ends Thursday afternoon. Some localized flooding could occur, so watch for high water and never drive through it. Cooler air will also arrive with this front. Fall weather will finally get here, with high temperatures dropping to the 70s by the weekend, with overnight lows into the 50s. Here are today's headlines. Dallas Mayor Eric Johnson met with GOP presidential hopeful Tim Scott yesterday, but refused to answer any questions after the meeting. Johnson continues to veer into partisan politics while holding the city's top nonpartisan elected position. After giving the South Carolina senator a walking tour of Clyde Warren Park and eating lunch, Johnson deferred all questions to Scott. The meetup marked Johnson's first high-profile meeting with a GOP figure after announcing September 22nd that he was switching party affiliations to Republican. He hasn't spoken publicly much about the switch except for his editorial in the Wall Street Journal announcing the move and speaking to a local conservative radio talk show last week about his desire to ignore calls for him to resign. In other news, a California man who says he was harassed after Elon Musk amplified posts on his social media platform X that falsely placed the man at a confrontation involving far-right protesters sued the billionaire for defamation in a lawsuit filed Monday. 22-year-old Benjamin Brody is represented by Texas attorney Mark Bankston, who won a defamation case last year against conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Brody is seeking a jury trial in Austin and unspecified damages of at least $1 million. Attorneys for Musk did not immediately respond to requests for comment left through a spokesperson. In June, Video posted 2X showed a confrontation involving protesters near a Pride Festival in Oregon. Some of those involved wore the same colors as the Proud Boys extremist group, according to the Oregonian. On X, some users falsely identified one of the participants as Brody, highlighting his post-college plans to work for the government to spread baseless assertions that federal agents were involved. The lawsuit includes screenshots of Musk engaging with users, spreading the posts involving Brody, including one in which Musk described it as a probable false flag situation. Brody, a recent college graduate who said he was in California when the event happened, came under harassment because of Musk's reach, according to the lawsuit. As of Monday, the posts by Musk were still on the platform. And finally, 
U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy was voted out of the job Tuesday in an extraordinary showdown, a first in U.S. history that was forced by a contingent of hard-right conservatives and threw the House and its Republican leadership into chaos. McCarthy's chief rival, Representative Matt Gates of Florida, forced the vote on the motion to vacate, drawing together more than a handful of conservative Republican critics of the Speaker and many Democrats who say he is unworthy of leadership. Next steps are uncertain, but there is no obvious successor to lead the House Republican majority. Stillness fell as the presiding officer gaveled the vote closed 216 to 210, saying the office of the Speaker is hereby declared vacant. Moments later, a top McCarthy ally, Patrick McHenry of North Carolina, took the gavel and, according to House rules, was named Speaker Pro Tem to serve in the office until a new Speaker is chosen. It was a stunning moment for the battle-tested McCarthy, a punishment fueled by growing grievances, but sparked by his weakened decision to work with Democrats to keep the federal government open rather than risk a shutdown. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. I'm Steve White. Enjoy your day, and I'll be back tomorrow with more. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.